poised. <laughs> Shovels is poised. Okay, we will start. Hello, I'm Richard. Welcome to the Beercast. This is another Beercast edition. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Potentially special, but we don't know. Um, uh, today we're doing four beers for summer. This is our summer special, and in keeping with true Scottish tradition, it was pouring down this morning. As it always rains in summer here. Uh, with me alongside is uh, Shovels. Hello. With me alongside. How many of you had so far? <laughs> yeah, not enough, obviously. <laughs> also with me alongside is Griffin. Hey! Only three of us today. Uh, normally Mr B Craig would be here, but his wife had a baby on Monday, so congratulations to them. Obviously he's doing much more important things than sitting there drinking beer talking nonsense. Indeed. He'll be back on again soon, but in the meantime we'll get going with our first beer of summer. Oh, how, how perfectly that timed, beautiful. <laughs> Which is? Which is? Uh, Wagtail Breweries. King Tut Golden Ale. Yeah, all four, all four beers we're drinking tonight are Golden Ales because nothing says summer like Golden Ale. Or if you're watching the adverts, nothing says summer like horrible cider. <laughs> no, that's awful, isn't it? That's no one okay. drinks Magnus. So. That's it. Well, well, said, no, they do. do. Yeah. <laughs> or else you wouldn't be afraid to advertise it, right? Why? 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 Indeed. All these beers are from the southeast, aren't they? From the south. Yes. South of England. <laughs> Hey, hang on. Nothing so wrong with the southeast. Not going to point you off. Like the golden ale. What is the golden ale? You may ask. I'll leave that in the bottle. I might have, might have poured that quite professionally. Oh, well, look at that. We've got sediment in the bottom left in the bottle. That's, That's a big ass first. Possibly the best pouring you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about to ruin it by trying to top up one. I've only oh. made a photograph of this. Uh, a golden ale. You yeah. choose your own, Ruben. You, you take your oh, pick. Is a, a newer style of very well hopped pale beer developed in the 1980s. You see, well hopped. Yeah, it certainly is. We'll come back on to what, what the golden ale is later on. But this is uh, King Tut's Golden Ale from the Wagtail Brewery in Old Buckingham, Norfolk. Ooh. That's different. It's quite fizzy, isn't it? It's got a kind of uh, paper towel mm. smell. Like the, like the, uh... <laughs> Ooh. That's a... It's fizzy, isn't it? Fizzy, sharp, bitter taste. Mm, it is. It's right up front. Yeah, that Richard look like he's just stood in some dog shit and doesn't know how he's going to get it off his foot. That's the look Andy normally gives when yeah. he tastes something. But this is a golden ale of the difference because, as uh, my label reading friend will no doubt confirm, it has. Uh, 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 it's brewed with genuine Egyptian spices. Mm. Is it the Egyptian spices that give it the sharp bite and... Possibly. I don't know, how would you, how would you describe that taste? This isn't ale. <laughs> Neither is it lager. It's, it's, it's almost a, kind of smoky. It's a bastard it is, yeah. child. Yeah. Very strong aftertaste. Very uh, yeah, like straw. Smoky, smoky straw. Interesting. Mm. I mean, wh why is it called King Tut Ale? Well, because the tomb of Tutankhamun was discovered in 1922 by Howard Carter, and he was raised in Swatham, uh, which apparently is near the brewery. And this golden ale is brewed using genuine Egyptian spices and famous malted barley. And it's four percent. I saw Tutankhamun's kind of, Camoon's uh, back ages ago when it toured around the country. Yes, so me too. When I was about seven. Yes, I went to that as well. Yeah. That was the first time I ever Easy. came to Edinburgh when I was uh, went here on a school trip. Was that your own bit of paper? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Looking for a coaster. Um, yeah, it, it toured around the UK and we, we got a school trip from mm. Preston to Edinburgh to go and see really? it. Really? Mm. And obviously being a seven-year-old boy, I was really, really keen to see it. I had on my camera, I actually had a disc camera, I remember disc cameras. Mm. So you get like a, a round 
exposure film and you put it in the back of the camera and it takes 18 what it was pictures and that was it you take it to boot and get to that i don't remember that a disc yeah you're getting it confused with one of those um, things where you pull the lever and it moves the scenes it's in the opera <laughs> what a brilliant picture taker i am um but i i, I being all excited, took it in, and I was told by a security guard that you can't take photos in there because it's obviously you had to pay to get in, and it was very mm. precious. You know, you got the gold mask, which is on the label, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. yes. mask. So me and my mate Evangelos went outside and took pictures of the guidebook with the. You discount. and your mate Evangelos. Yeah, it's Greek. All right. <laughs> Why did you go to school? Yeah, Preston. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I thought if there was any ethnic minorities, it'd be from like Bangladesh. Well, he's from Cyprus, but yeah, you can have Greek people in Cyprus. Anyway, and have them. What was his would... name again? Evangelos. Evangelos. How, do, how do we not know this? This is brilliant. This is like, this is <laughs> I've like... known you for 10 years. I still haven't <laughs> heard like, that. He's my best friend in school. He's on my Facebook. He's my Facebook friend. You can look him up. What? He lives in London. Really? Anyway, me and Evangelos went outside, <laughs> and because we couldn't take photos inside, we took a picture of the um, guidebook with my disc camera. But because the eyepiece is over here and the lens is in the middle, I got half of the face and half of the picture, and that was it. That was my memories of Tutankhamun. Is the left-hand side of his death mask and a load of text out of focus. Mm. And you'd had camera phones in those days. Yes. So problem. you did go in though. You didn't oh, just yeah. like, you didn't like no, the did guide. Can't yeah. chucked you out for taking no, no. photos and you're still outside taking pictures of the guidebook. But we wanted a memory to take home to say we've actually been there and that was as good as we got um, standing outside the uh, wherever it was in Edinburgh. That was the first time I came here back in 1980 something. Mm. Interesting. Fun times. Taylor right. <laughs> history for you all there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the beer. Yeah. It's, it's mellowed a bit. I don't know whether it's, it's knocked out some of the taste, book, taste buds. But. Certainly one I wouldn't be uh, seeking out again. No, um, I think it was like half, it's half a beer, half a lager, but without the, any of the qualities of either. Normally when we have beers, the the label has award-winning beer somewhere on it. and uh, By somebody. By somebody, because the beer industry just gives out awards left, right and centre by the looks of it. Um, either that or we cho choose wisely, but this one has none of those kind of little no. symbols thing. You know what this reminds me of? Island Bear? Island Bear? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Doesn't have the smoky... No, but it's bear. got that kind of uh, straw plus the kind of bittery aftertaste that really hits you like Island Bear did. Mm. Not so much in the taste. Obviously not as strong as Island Bear, but you get that kind of lingering aftertaste of kind of woody, hay, mm. straw kind of... It's a, it's a hell of a fizzy. It's still fizzing up now. Mm. Listen. <laughs> you probably can't <laughs> it's still often beer just kind of loses it but it's still got it going on so anyway, it's almost a laggery level the Wagtail Brewery they opened a half barrel plant in, <laughs> in March 2006 in the East Anglian village of Old Buckingham you got bits in yours haven't you mm. you kind of flip it I do they only produce bottle conditioned beers and use Norfolk malts and vegetable finings so all their beers are suitable for vegetarians and vegans and in March 2007, they enlarged to a five-barrel plant and started producing cask ales. Uh, Old Buckingham is 20 miles southwest of Norwich. Claims to have the largest village green in the UK, of 40 acres. 40 acres? That's pretty big. Which also well, includes, apparently, a includes a duck pond and playing field. But, uh, no, that's not a green, then. That's not a village green. There's such thing as a village green in Scotland, by the way. What is it in Scotland? Just like a big 
Old Buckingham formed around a castle built by William de Albini, who was given the land by William the Conqueror for being the butler to the king. Well, yeah, have a castle, Mr. Butler. In August 1577, a bolt of lightning brought down the 15th century church, the same day as which the legendary devil dog of the marshes, Black Shuck, was said to have run through a church in Suffolk and killed two parishioners. More on him later. I heard of that. Black Shuck? Yeah. More on him later? Yes. Is he coming up in another brewery? To be continued. Brewery. Ooh. As Andy would say. He's not here to do his little thing, why would you bother bottling? Well, I don't see the point of bottle conditioning beer, which must be more difficult than just bottling, if it's going to taste like lager, or if it's not going to taste French. Well, golden ale does taste like lager, that's the whole point of it. What is the point of it, then? Well, I was going to come with this later, but you've... It's observed you. Yeah, more of me speaking. Golden ale is a newer style of well-hopped beer that was invented in the 1980s in the UK try and bring lager drinkers back into real ale. Started off with Exmoor Gold and hot back Summer Lightning, more of which later. Ooh. Uh, though many regionals do make their own golden ales. Strength ranges, I mean this straight out of the Good Beer Guide, so I can't take credit for this. Strengths range from 35 to 5%, and the hallmark tastes a biscuity and juicy malt derived from pale malts, underscored by tart citrus fruit and peppery hops, often with the addition of hints of vanilla and sweet corn. Mm. Above all, best these beers are best served quenching. Sorry, these beers are quenching when best served cold. Mm. So they are. It's like a real ale version of a lager. No, you see, that's a kind of half and half, trying to be one thing, trying to be another thing, and ends up being not that great. Yeah. Situation. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. We have four. We have four gold nails, so I'm sure they'll be slightly different. And golden ales are very uh, connected with summer. It's the summer kind of drink. Mm. There's no porters in it. Mm. No, that's fair enough. But do you like, I mean, you finished yours, Jules. Are you liking the, did you like the Kintic golden ale? I had to do something while you were speaking. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'll stop speaking a bit, don't worry. <laughs> um, I didn't particularly like it, no. Um, I think it numbed my taste buds towards the end there, but... Uh, Started out pretty smoky, so I don't know. It's just wasn't what I was expecting, and that first taste was almost offensive. But maybe that's a str- too strong a word. But it settled it down like, over like, a couple yeah. of minutes. Definitely back of the mouth tasting. Mm, yeah. I hadn't been observing the mouth taste oh, there. Oh, no. Sorry, I was, too, I was too... too off- I don't want to use the word again. I was too offended by the first taste, I think. When a beer shuts down the mouth shut, mm. you know it's not going to be good. <laughs> not great. Have you... you up to Jimin? Are you liking that? Or not? No, I've got to say it's... very underwhelming. It's really fizzy as well. I, I always think you, you maybe you drink more beery, ailey stuff because you don't really want the fizz of a lager. But then you've got... But that's that's the outcome of the bottle conditioning. Mm, yeah. It's just uh, no I, taste wise, I'm not impressed. Actually, it's interesting, yeah, because two two of the beers we got tonight are bottled and conditioned, and two aren't. So it'd be interesting to see mm. how they do vary. Definitely. Yes. No, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm, yes. Quite so. Yes. 
Nah, no, not a good one, but as far as I'm concerned. But Wagtail are a small brewery. They're, they're brewing in a very remote area, and they, they do the hand labelling, and the bottle cap has got something written on it, which is always a good sign. But Unfortunately. Well, they don't, don't taste nice. Okay, should we uh, score this one and get out? <laughs> get it, get it out. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four. That's in it. That's all I'm saying. Apart from all these little supplemental things I keep saying. <laughs> four, Grant? I'll say four as well, yeah. It's a poor, poor show. I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> hey. oh, no, I'm going to give it a five. Five. It's, yeah, it's interesting. It's You really want to like it. and It's a nice kind of... Well, it looks like a nice colour. It's definitely a golden colour, but it's slightly cloudy, and that leads you to wonder what it's going to taste like. And then when you taste it, it's like, oh, okay, yes, that's pretty strong. Golden ale should be... 24%. Yeah. No, I mean strong tasting, not yeah. strong alcohol-wise. Right. Yeah. Um, golden ale should be refreshing and zesty, and that is neither. So, yeah, 5 out of 10. Um, maybe it's the Egyptian spices, the the unnamed and un- unidentified Egyptian spices. Uh, yeah, I couldn't really te- detect them particularly. But I don't know what Egyptian spices are, so no. I can't no. really comment. Uh, it's named after Howard Carter, and he came to a nasty end, so hopefully we'll be all right. <laughs> anyway. After that review. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh. So that was Wagtail's King Tut Gold Nail from Norfolk. And coming up, our second Gold Nail. Ooh. All right. Bring it on. Are you done, lad? And let's go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Right, this is uh, beer two, which is? Badger Golden Glory. Badger Golden Glory. Delicate floral, floral peach and melon aroma. Peach and melon. Ooh. Is it bottle conditioned? Hang on. No. All right, thanks. Uh, Badger beers are a trade name of Horn Woodhouse, who are based in the Dorset town of Blandford Forum. <laughs> Originally founded in 1777, they became Horn Woodhouse in 1847. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's more of a, it's an orange colour. Mm. More it's red in it. Much darker. If not, if not in brew colour. Uh, today they employ 1,500 people and they have an annual turnover of £90 million. They own 250 pubs in the south of England. From Exeter in the south to Hemel Hempstead in the north, apparently. Hemel. Hemel Hempstead being 400 miles south of Edinburgh. Ew, my! So got peach and melon aromas. <laughs> Crikey. Mostly peach. Peach. <laughs> peach right up the nose. A delicate peach aroma, it says. That's a strong peach aroma. Holy moly, yeah. <laughs> it's all peach, isn't it? Wow. Peach Legend up. has it that the gift of the peach blossom brings good fortune to the oh. recipient, and the multiple award-winning Golden Glory is proof of this. I notice it's got a sweet five out of five. Oh, Andy. Andy of Andy and Jess, my friend. <laughs> oh, it's got like a little rating, yeah. It's still whacking out the peach. I can't believe it. Bitter, sweet, hoppy, malty and fruity. So bit, it's all scores out of five. Bitter gets two, sweet gets five, hoppy gets one, malty gets two, fruity gets five. Oh, this has got oh, Andy written Andy, all over this it. Yours. This is practically a fruit beer. It smells so nice. That is lovely. That is peach. Mmm, peachy. Hey, oh. How does it taste? Tastes like peach. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like a peach. Lovely. Um, as a summer beer goes, this is... Um, well, there you go. No, not I like bad. It. Yeah. Whitetail, take note. You can, they could probably market this with a lot of ice and um, yeah. the Magnus drinkers would love it. I'll have to beat that out. What Magnus? <laughs> the Magnus drinker. <laughs> 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 
Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Is this actually got peach in it, or are they just did they achieve this purely with this standard ingredient? That is a good question. I don't know how they achieve this peachy flavour. It doesn't actually have an ingredient on it. Mm-hmm. It's probably got mm-hmm. preservatives and everything in it. Oh no, all kinds oh. of crazy. Contains malted barley, wheat, and sulfites. sulfites. But it doesn't actually say anything about peach bottom. Sulfites. Mm, yum. Yeah. It says it's a floral blend of aromatic and bitter hops. So I suspect they maybe achieved this with hops alone. How amazing as it might sound. How is that possible? I'm not sure exactly how Somebody write in and tell us. Yeah. Apparently legend has it that the gift of peach blossom brings good fortune to the recipient, it says it. Didn't I just read that? Oh, did <laughs> <laughs> we all listen to each other intently on We do, yeah, absolutely. It's just a droning noise, I'm sure you can hear what I'm talking. Oh, hang on. <laughs> a bit more high-pitched than that. You are. Well, oh, seagull. It gives, yeah, it gives a serving suggestion. Glory is the ideal ale to complement duck pate or cheese t- cheesecake. Cheesecake? Cheesecake. Cheesecake? Cheesecake? What's, ah, what's it say on badgerales.com? Look it up. <laughs> yes, no, I have looked it up. Often you go to the fridge and you think, mm, pate, cheesecake. <laughs> what is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pate or cheesecake. They're so similar. Yeah. Uh, Blandford Forum is a market town 10 miles north of Bournemouth. Why have you English got some crazy names in your towns? <laughs> Blandford Forum, yeah. You English. <laughs> you English crazers. <laughs> and you Scotch have like Muckle Flugger. Hey, um, get me wanting to go do the the mukti. And so forth. Over town, over town. It's Mrs. Doubtfire in the room. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Uh, Blanford Forum grew into a town on the main coach road to Exeter, and Daniel Defoe, no less, Ooh. said, quote, No town hereabouts has so large a number of gentlemen's seats about it as this. Invited Seats. seats. Invited hither perhaps by the pleasant downs adjoining, which can hardly be equalled in all the world. Well, he got around. Then. Yeah, he was a fan of Blanford Forum. Fair play. I don't know when he lived, but the brewery started in 1777, so maybe he had a... So, mm, I don't know, actually. He was around that time, wasn't it? No beer doth have peachy aroma such as Golden Glory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it's delicate. It's intense. It is. I, I, I want to know how they got this peachiness going on. I'll until I find out. We'll try and find out afterwards. Because the only the the only beers that I've had that have had this level of fruity aroma have been actual fruit beers. Yeah, like the, the Belgian ones, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mention fruit beer in this at all in this. Really. But how can hops smell like peach? Yeah, I, I don't see how specifically you can get such a peach aroma. Mm. I'm kind of torn about this because it's um. It's a summer beer. Summer beers, and we're still scoring it. Obviously, we're in the middle of the uh, summer season here, right on the beach that we are in Edinburgh. Nice sunny day, <laughs> and it is very refreshing. You can't deny that it'd be very, very nice. But as a beer, and we've only got a third of a pint each. You don't mm-hmm. think if you had one of these, it'd be like, yeah, I couldn't have a whole one. No, Sorry, I, I, I screwed my face up then for the uh, <laughs> the viewers at home. <laughs> again, really fizzy, right? Sweetness five. Uh, um, it's sweet. It's not. It's not cloyingly sweet. Though. Oh, it's, not, it's, it's cloying me already. Ooh, yeah. It's not like Magnus. Ooh, there you go. 
You can't mention Magnus three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a I, summer I, podcast. Look, I hate Magnus. But no, it's not like that kind of really sweet commercial link. Like. You need to talk to uh, Tom Hotmeister about Magnus. He'll go on for hours about Magnus. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast and just <laughs> rant. Yeah. Well, that Bulmer's Pear Cider, which is diabetes in the glass, is in the quote <laughs> to me the other day. It's not as sweet as that. No, I hope not. It does say delicate peach and melon aroma, but all, all you get is peach. Uh, yeah, I can't no, get it's peach all the way. Mm. Peach all the way. I like it. Right, that's it. I, I certainly don't remember ever having a peach beer before. Actually, no. <laughs> Here we go. I tell a lie. We had the peach lambic, didn't we? Oh, we did, the yes. first ever Belgian beer. I can't remember that was 80 beers ago. I can't yeah, remember what it was like. But it was earlier. It got, it got they, s- they made that by doing the, the, the Lembic, the sour ale, and then dunking peaches into it. Mm. Whereas... I seem to remember you guys didn't like that. I didn't. I wasn't no, here, was but really I listened sweet. to the podcast. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, it tasted a bit artificial. It was really sweet. Yeah. Sweeter than this. Excuse me. But yeah, you're right. I don't know how they actually get the peachy taste of it. Mm. Should we score? Hmm? Who's going to go first? You. Oh, well, all right then. You want to yours again? I'm lagging behind it. Um, yeah, well, as a summer beer, I think it's it's probably probably does the, the job you want it to do. And I have to say, when I first started it, I probably liked it more than I do now. So I'm going to give it a six. Ooh, right. Who's next? I'm typing that score down. So <laughs> I'll give it a. I'll give it a seven because I like it. I think it's uh, it's it's almost a fruit beer, but not quite. Definite peachiness, but also a beeriness. A bit too fizzy for my liking, but it's still on a summer's day. I think it would it would go down a treat. Mm. When we have one of those summer's days, we'll let you know. Uh, it's not happened yet, but it might happen sometime. Although, personally speaking, when I'm on a summer's day and I'm after something to drink, I would like a nice hoppy IPA. I wouldn't go for a fruity one. But that's horses for quarters, I guess. It depends what you yeah. like. <laughs> Any other racing analogies you have? <laughs> that's a valid expression. <laughs> so, if you ask you this is first past the post, I would say... Uh, <laughs> no, it's, the smell is really nice. It's a real peach smell. It's lovely. But the taste... It, it tastes quite sweet. Um... It's still very refreshing. Um, there's definitely a, a, a very um, a, well. There's a hirsute gentleman in North London, shall we say, who would definitely like this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right up his alley. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half because it is nice, but it's not. I, I can't imagine drinking more than one bottle of this and not being ill because although you know, it's, it's refreshing and good, it's just. Bit, bit sweet, no, I will. I, yeah, I'll, I'll back that up in the sense that you wouldn't want to really kind of have no. a lot of it, but as but a taste, again, for a summer beer, yes, it does say it's a gold nail, which it isn't because it's got peaches, it's like a fruity gold nail. Anyway, it's very mm. interesting. Fair play to Badger and Badger, of course, are the brewery who do the uh, horrendous nettle beer, which maybe we'll come to. Oh, is it the same people? Same people, yeah. Oh, mm. boo. I don't think I've had that. Oh, well, that's a whole other podcast, right? Mm. Actually, we are planning on doing in four or five podcast time a uh, special about, well, maybe not special, but <laughs> an episode. There we go. Non-special, yeah. specific episode about beers with things in. 
Um, we're not doing the metal one, but that, yes, that would be interesting. Anyway, that was uh, Badger's Golden Glory. Next up we have? Next up we have St. Peter's Golden Ale. Ooh. In what I will confidently say now is the nicest beer bottle I've ever seen. St. Peter's do do good bottles. They do. They do. But more on that in a second. Indeed. Are you done, lad? Yeah. Are we back? And we're back. Excellent. With beer three, which is? As we just said before the break. Several <laughs> seconds ago. St. <laughs> Peter's Golden Ale. Which do does that. have uh, a very nice bottle, which looks more like a bottle of spirits than a bottle of beer. Mm. Is, this one isn't bottle conditioned, is it? No. St. Peter's Brewery opened in 1996 by a marketing executive called John Murphy. In the... <laughs> <laughs> in the marketing degree among us. <laughs> Tittering going on there. In the Suffolk village of Bungay. <laughs> hey. I am three, five right. years old. <laughs> What's funny about Bungay? <laughs> oh, he said funny. Bungay. Oh, I must apologise for the... Apologise to the people of Bungay. <laughs> they con- the, the brewery concentrates mainly on bottled beer. It's 80% of their outputs. But now they're increasingly doing more cask ales. They're renowned for their distinctive flask-shaped bottles, which uh, Scholes is modelling quite here, which you can't see. They're based on the 18th century oval beer bottles found in North America. Found in North America? I did say where, the, where did, the oval beer bottle came from? I did say there was a boring story behind it. You're right. How is that? North America invented the oval... Yes. Really? The original that their design is taken from was produced in 1770 in Gibbstown, Pennsylvania. Really? And it's so kept what? in the St. Peter's Hall near the brewery. What are the bottles like in the UK? Well, they're round, but pewter. Whereas the ones over there were oval, but pewter. Well, that's mm. insane. But this, this, it's such a great bottle. It feels really good. Well, it feels really good in there. <laughs> <laughs> it does, As does many things good. do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's <laughs> Continue with your thoughts. Not those <coughs> ones. But no, it's good. It's a really obviously you, you, these are beers you don't really swig out the bottle. But yeah, look at that. Feels good. <laughs> Check it. Yeah, I do like it. Uh, that it gives it an impression of a spirit, though. Yeah. Kind of a rum bottle or something. Anyway, this is Saint Peter's Golden Ale. Uh, it says traditional malts and English hops create a distinctive golden ale with a delicate, fresh, grainy aftertaste, which is what you're looking for for a summer golden ale. I have to say it's very refreshing. There's a little biscuity bit going on. Um, smells like crisps. Smells like beer to me, but smells like chips. It's definitely more beery than the others. <laughs> certainly more. I'm not getting. Regular. Any, yes, there's no peach in there. It's certainly like it's not like a normal beer. Mm. Very malty. Definitely, if we had this uh, independently of the other beers, you would certainly get a different taste of what we're getting now, having had the peach one. Mm. It's definitely biscuity on the nose, so I can't, uh, very much so. The good beer guy described this as being amber-coloured, full-bodied, robust, with a strong hop bouquet, leading to a mix excuse me, <laughs> of malt and hops combined with a dry, fruity hoppiness. The malt, <laughs> the malt quickly subsides, <laughs> leaving a creamy bitterness. Continue. <laughs> Apologies. Don't interrupt the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with the fruit side. Of it. No, on. no. Well, maybe definitely. Dry. Dry. Definitely a maltiness. It's dry, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, after the last one. Yeah, so everything's dry after the last one. Yeah, it's definitely dry. The malt quickly subsides, leading to a creamy bitterness. That's interesting. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I can see where they're coming from there. It's yeah. not as fizzy as the other ones. I wouldn't say... I think the maltiness is still there, but I, I get the creamy bitterness they're trying to say. It's a bit more um, ailey than yeah. the, the ones we've just tried. Lingers on the tongue. Mm. Maybe it's the mouth. Area. Mm. Top. Middle bottom. This whole top kind of mouth is now being exposed as a myth because it, uh, <laughs> it's actually the tongue. Even though I feel it on the top of the mouth. Yeah, so it must be the tongue going. This is a kind of all over the tongue taste because yeah. you can just taste it. feels like you've. Yeah, it's mouth. really hoppy, isn't it? Yeah. Bitter at the back. Nice. Mm. Anyway, Bungay is a village <laughs> on the river. <laughs> hey! How old are we? Oh, How right. old am I? How Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to drag you all down with me. Right, carry on. Bungay is a village <laughs> on the river. <laughs> on the river Waveney, named after the old Saxon chieftain. Called? Called Bungay. <laughs> you obviously got into some trouble. Uh, the coat of arms features a black dog running along a flash of lightning. Why? You may ask. <laughs> I'm trying not to Why have is a Bungay. Because yeah. it was at Bungay Church that the 1577 Black Shuck attack happened. Uh, Stop laughing! <laughs> if you wouldn't say it, it's such... <laughs> Bungay, that's... It's... Look, just get out. <laughs> oh, I'm one of those moments. Okay, it's spelled B-U-N-G-A-Y. Bungay. 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 It's probably Bungay. pronounced Bungay. Yeah. Alright, Bungay. Bungay. Bungay, lad. Local football team, Bungay Town, are known as the Black Dogs. Stop laughing! <laughs> Something about their name just sounds funny, I don't know why. Uh, you said you've heard of Black Shuck? I have. In what context? I've heard of it, that doesn't mean I remember any details. <laughs> Sorry, is that the dog? Yes. It's a big black dog that is bad. Flaming eyes. For hundreds of years, inhabitants of East Anglia have told tales of a large black dog with malevolent flaming eyes. Or in some cases, a single eye, described as being like saucers. According to reports, the beast varies in size from that of a large dog to that of the size of a horse. And some people think that was the um, uh, inspiration for Hand of the Basket. Mm, that's good. Didn't see. Mm. Sounds quite similar. Yeah. But apparently, this dog attacked people in the church in Bungay in 1577. <laughs> so wait for me to chuckle. Okay, well, we'll, from now on we'll call it that town. <laughs> the town. The town. Let's call it Bungie. Bungie. Uh, and the reverend of the town at the time in 15... You're laughing when I'm saying this. Oh. He was there. Uh-huh. And he quoted thus... Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he said. <laughs> You know, back then they had different choices. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit funky in the old days. Yeah. I do have a quote from him, but someone else can say something. Cause I've been no, no, it. tell us the quote, please. That <laughs> was almost sincere enough to be believed. <laughs> anyway, he said, the, the black dog, or the devil, in such a likeness, running along the body of the church with great swiftness, and this is all in old English, so I'm kind of speaking the odd words, and incredible haste among the people, in visible form, passed between two persons, as they were kneeling upon their knees, occupied in prayers, as it seemed, wrung the necks of them both at one instant, clean and backward. And so much, even the moment they kneeled, they strangely died. 
that a dog broke their necks. Reverend Abraham Fleming, 1577, in Bungay. <laughs> Bungay. Bungay. Uh, um, really? Yeah, apparently. Is, was he actually there? Well, he's the Reverend, yeah, so I guess quite, he was there while they were praying. Yeah, it's quite a long time ago, isn't it? Mm. Just a yeah. wild dog. Yeah, the wild dog with flaming eyes. It'd just be a rabbit. Not probably, literally flaming eyes. Probably no. just a rabbit dog. Rabbit dog came in, overexcited, bumped into a couple of people. They got See you later. Yeah, yeah. they, like, they were a bit scared. <laughs> neck broken. Called in sick on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not coming down field. To the bungy call centre. No, that's funny. <laughs> And I'm not laughing. <laughs> Look at bungay.com. <laughs> so, if the black shuck and all that kind of stuff is a business, how can they've got what looks like a Native American eagle on the label? Yeah, it's a nice logo, this. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's kind of it, does, it does look a bit kind of, you know. I know that St. Peter's, they own one pub in London, which is in, uh, I think it's in Clockermill, but apparently it's quite good. And all, all they have is their beer. So it's quite cool. All right. Yeah. Anyway, the beer. Be well then. Yes, the beer. Yes, let's talk about the beer. That was an interesting story. Do you story. like it better? Uh, <clears throat> it's, it's grown off me a wee bit. Grown off you? Mm. I did really like it at the start, but I'm not so sure now. It's not peachy, I'll give it that. Yeah, this is nice. It's, uh, it's a good bitter. beer. It's definitely it's the most ailey beer I've had tonight. It's, it's a proper ale. Yes, and this isn't... It's, 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 well, it's a gold nail, because it says gold nail, but it's not a refreshing gold nail. It's like a proper... Yeah, gold nail, which is hoppy and yeah, there's something to it. It's getting a bit better as it warms up as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it is quite hoppy and it is quite malty. Mm. It's a very flavoursome ale. As you say, biscuity, juicy malt character. Yeah, yeah that last mouthful was very nice. Very much. Just bumped case. it up half a point. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. Ben. to knock your leg. Uh, I don't even notice, but all the, coincidentally, all the beers oh. have yellow labels, which is quite a. Is that the, the summer trait? Maybe it is. Maybe the gold nail. Oh, we've got a gold nail. Oh, that's a yellow label on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but it would. Look at every accent I do that's English. is Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> you <don't like> <laughs> You must be able to do like a Cockney accent, doesn't it? Nah. <laughs> nah. That's it. I'm not going to try. I'm rubbish oh, at accents. I'm worse than you, but I don't try it. You just <laughs> nose. No, no one is worse than me at accents. <laughs> When we have our long-awaited Australian special, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> well, I'm oh. waiting for that. Well then, I guess, I guess that's how it, I could say bunga again. We could laugh. <laughs> I'm all left out of bunga. Let's yeah. score it. Okay, you first, Mister. Me, I'm gonna give that an eight. I really like that. It's um, that's a proper beer. I mean, there's no reason why golden ales can't be proper beers, but I don't know. As much as I like. The peachy flavour and the Egyptian spicy flavour, then this is like a decent beer. So, bearing in mind I know what beer is coming next, and I'm be interested to see how that one tastes after Oof. having three of these. Different game away there. Even so, it is a very nice beer, and it's in a very nice bottle, so an 8 out of 10. I do like it. And I've had some of the other beers as well, because they sell them in the beer shops around here, and they are good. Yeah. So, thanks. That's funny. I'll see seven and a half. I did like the peachy one. I don't usually like um, fruit beers, but it was good. This one, I think, is extra half a point because it's more of a real beer, as Richard said. Definitely a, an actual ale, even though it is light and it is a summery thing. 
definitely it's got the complexity you expect from a video. Mm. And it is getting better warming yeah. up, as you were saying. Yeah, it's perhaps slightly cold in the start. Even though it, golden ales are supposed to be served out of the fridge, it, it is getting yeah. better as it warms Which up. Which yeah. speaks well in its behalf. Uh, yes, absolutely. One game? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't know what score to give it now, actually. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking in context now of all other beers that are more like this, like proper ales, mm -hmm. and how it would compare to them. And what score I should give it in reference to that. But while I'm thinking on air, um, it's agonizing. Yeah. It is agonizing. I was going to give it seven and a half, but I'm thinking I'm going to. How dare you? That's the hurry up music. <laughs> yeah. The credits rolling. Oscars. <laughs> uh, I'm going to increase that seven and a half to an eight. Ooh. Because. I don't know, I'd quite like to see it get to the Beer of the Year show. Mm. Well, we In which see. case, I should give it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you really want that, I'll up my score to a 10 and then we'll No, we'll I don't think it would, I'd like to see how, how it would compare to others that we normally drink, because that's more of a beer that, if that was in the pub, I would definitely buy it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8, purely based on that. But the unfortunate thing is, as I said, they only have one pub, and it's in London. Um, in Clerkenwell, where is that in London? Uh, I have been there. Uh, it's in North Central, but it is quite central London. Quite accessible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Might try and track it down. Yeah. Turn around down. Mm. Anyway, that was St. Peter's Golden Ale. And shortly we will come back with not just any Golden Ale, a multi award winning one, I believe. This is the most awarded beer in the UK history. In history? In the history of beer in the UK. Well, mm -hmm. so okay. 10 on standby, and we'll come oh. back with our fourth beer in a moment. Mm -hmm. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one. Are you done, lad? And record. Oh, excellent. So we're back with beer number four. Oh, oh, false opening. <laughs> it helps us all, don't worry. <laughs> it's not even premature. Mm -hmm. Which is, which? Oh. Uh, what did you say? The most award-winning beer you cast your mind back to f five or six seconds ago. I said, yes, it is the most award-winning beer in the UK. I've heard the name Summer Lightning before. Oh, he's giving it away. It's a Summer Lightning, race. by the way. Mm. Yep, this is Hotback Summer Lightning, which is quite comfortably the most famous golden ale. One of the most famous British beers ever. And ever? Yep. And I would, I would argue one of the nicest British beers ever, because this is at ever. absolutely amazing. No, I've oh. had this. I've had this on draft quite a bit. On cask, yes, on cask, it is almost unbeatable. Although it does give you a monster hangover if you drink seven or eight pints like it did the other week. So it's going to be interesting to see what it's like in the bottle. Let's give it a sniff first of all. Everything well. Mm, it's kind of strawberry, kind of soggy, kind of yeah, ammonia smell. Kind of damp, spongy kind of thing. This is their, their words that the uh, hot back Summer Lightning is probably the most awarded beer in Britain. Oh, it's very nice. More than, seven, more than 70 awards. And, uh, 70? You have a look on the back of the bottle, there's like a string of awards that it's won. That just goes to show the amount of awards the brewing industry does hand out. Um, but the sheer volume. So the ones on the bottom bottle are Taste of the West Food Awards Gold 2004. Gold Medal Champion New Brewery 1989 
Gold medal, best strong beer in Britain, 1992. Brewing Industry International Awards, 96. Best bottle condition beer, 97. Oh my God, this is small writing. National Hop Association of England Limited. <laughs> National Hop Association. The NHA, 1998, doesn't say what it won. And in 2001, it again won the Best Strong Beer in Britain award. Yep. The bottle version uses Optic Pearl Malt and East Kent Goldings hops. And the good beer grade. 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 <laughs> Describe this as being a pleasurable pale bitter with good, fresh, hoppy aroma and a multi hoppy flavour. Finely balanced. It has an intense bitterness leading to a long, dry finish. So strong, it tastes like a session ale. It does taste like a session ale, which is why I was on a session with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really good. It's right on the street, this one. Wait, no, 5% is a strong one, yeah. Oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> it's the polis! It's the fucking polis. the Magnus Police, and they come. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's four times. <laughs> Beer cast sponsored by Beep. <laughs> in 1986, John and Julie Gilbert bought the Wyndham Arms pub on the outskirts of Salisbury in Wiltshire. And John decided to use the cellar to experiment in beer brewing for the pub. He made such a success out of it that camera beer festivals dished out all kinds of awards for his beers within two years. They then bought another pub in 1991, the Waterloo Arms in Southampton. And once capacity was reached for both of those pubs, they went all out and opened the Hot Black Brewery, and they haven't looked back since. Indeed, good on them. We have tried, I've tried other of their beers. They did the uh, Typhoon, which is their lemon beer. Oh, yeah. Which they brew specifically for people to have with Typhoon. Really? It's Typhoon, T-H-A-I-Foon. That's quite interesting. That's quite an interesting mm. beer to actually even try and make, to be honest, but fair enough. But it's quite subtle. Mm. Yes. I like this. It's like I no, tend, this, this is a yeah. gold medal. Yeah. yeah, this is how you would define it. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair no, no. It's a nice colour. Yeah. A bit lighter than the rest. Yeah. It's just got it's got more subtlety in the palate. Yeah, it's mm. kind of, it certainly yeah. could knock it back. It's a more I don't know. It's it's more my kind of beer. Doesn't mean it's better, but it's more my taste. No, no Smoother. peach, no spices, no funny shit bottle. It's just a, a beer. Yeah, but it's it's very smooth on the way down. Now, as Paul just said, that if it was on tap, then you'd probably down too much. Yeah. <laughs> Far too much. When we sometimes when we go and play golf, we we go to a pub. Near the golf course where we play, and <laughs> <laughs> you can rearrange those words into a, a decent sentence. Coherent sentence. And uh, in the pub near where we play, we play golf. We go to a pub after we play, <laughs> <laughs> and they have uh, this on cask, and it is Do really, they? really good. Is that uh, the Goblin Hall Hotel oh, in oh. Gifford? Gifford. Mm. In East Lothian. Yeah. I'd never be out there unless I was playing golf. No, it's, it's a country it's a pub. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really good. But it's it's nicer on cask. Well, as most things are, um, but not so much so. You know, how some beers are very different on mm. cask. Mm. You don't get that feeling at all when you're drinking it in the bottle. And some beers, again, like Dark Island, are reversed, or um, 
better than twisted, reversed. Mm. They're like much better. Better in the bottom, yeah. Like Dark Island's better on cask. Better in twisted, better in better the bottom. But this is the, the gap between the cask and the bottle is not as big for this. It's no, it's I can, can really into Yeah, it. I can I can see that it's it's quite smooth for a mm. bottle of beer. That could... <laughs> <laughs> <Like> gulping noise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could do it more actually. You're gonna go for the yeast. There's one's some not up. enough. This is the other of the two bottle conditioned beers. The the Whitetail King Top was the first one, and this is the other bottle conditioned beer we have. Yeah, oh, well, there got, you go. <laughs> definitely got some yeast with this one. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got the score in my mind already before the yeast. One of them sucked, the other one didn't. So there you go. Mm. Make of that what you will. That's very, very. Uh, it's a, it's a great summer ale. Mm. I think that's the only way to sum it up. Uh, it's from Salisbury, which is in southeast Wiltshire. All these beers are from the south of England. That's not intended, but that's the way it turned out. Um, and once again, it gets better as it warms up a little bit. Yeah, Sal Salisbury is famous. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what you're saying. I'm just going, <sighs> Again. Ooh. <laughs> it's uh, famous for being near Stonehenge. It's only eight miles away. Yeah. Famous residents include uh, former Prime Minister Ted Heath, who lived and died there. Former Iron Maiden vocalist Paul Di Yanno. Paul Di Yanno. Lives there, apparently. I know who you're talking about. And more importantly, Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO, was born there. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Crikey. <coughs> so you've got the, the first Iron Maiden singer and the guy playing. Oh, it doesn't get down that, does it? <laughs> the main Debenhams department store in the town centre is said to be haunted by Henry Stafford, second Duke of Buckingham, who was beheaded there in 1483. In the previous, well, whatever the building was before it became Devon. Mm. Some noisy traffic today. <laughs> yeah. Boy races are out tonight. Small oh. penis. <laughs> <laughs> Big. Nothing. Yeah. Um, What's to read in the back? Well, there's plenty to read in the back. Go Some on, of which you've, yes. you've mentioned no, no, before, you I think. Them. Have you mentioned their logo? No. Okay. Their logo comes from the an original carving of... Uh, yeah, I can't pronounce the word. <laughs> Dionysus. Wood? No, Dionysus. The Greek. I, I pronounced that wrong, I'm Dion, sure. Dion. Uh, the Greek god of wine and ale. It's found over the Wyndham Arms in Salisbury, uh, where Summer Lightning was first brewed. Zeus, the father of, we said, Dionysus, engendered him with a lightning bolt. Mm. Summer Lightning. He's a nice... Uh... Cheerful looking beardy fella. Yep. With a tash. Mm. That's and a, some hops. That's the kind of Greek god territory, definitely. Mm. And yes. They had a god of wine, but not a god of beer. No, it says wine and ale. Oh, really? Ah, okay. Hey, the Greek god of wines and ale. He was the god of wine, ale, and Bacardi Breezy. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Wicked. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I know you obviously that our, our primary session beer taster is not here tonight, but uh, Grant only like a session beer. Are you, is this up your flagpole? Are you saluting it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the only thing that would stop me from scoring it any higher is that there are certain other of my favourites that we haven't done in the beer cast. That you prefer? That I maybe slightly prefer, but okay. Respect. Mm. Uh, Playing with the opener. Well, um, would you would like to fill us in? Feel free to volunteer. Which, 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 which ones are you thinking of? Tenant Super. 
That's it, yeah. <laughs> Kieran's export. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kieran's export. A classy drink, Robin. Talents, of course. That goes without saying. Well, I don't, I don't for that, yeah. but... No, I see it. I see it. Probably a tree, Kieran Gomes tree wins. Oh, yeah. Yes, that is fine. But I'd probably give that... That would be a nine. But I would say this one is eight and a half. Ooh, Very close. We're in scoring, okay. We're in scoring territory. I, I did consider getting trade wins for this, but it's not a gold nail. It's not. It's more of a. Although it tastes, tastes quite similar. It does taste similar to this. And also, I don't have a yellow label. So I yeah. <laughs> trade wins would go, go alongside this beer quite well. I've never had trade wins in a bottle. No, I, no, I have it's, it's really once, good. and it's almost as good as yeah. it really? comes yeah. in. Not quite, but almost, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to. Yeah, which was rich. Uh, well, it's a tremendous beer. U- usually, I only have this on cask after I've worked up a taste or thirst, even having played golf. <laughs> as, as you've mentioned a yes, few times, as I mentioned twice. Um, and as I just said before, it's one of these beers where it's the gap between cask and bottle is not as large. This is your classic gold nail. It's, it's hoppy, it's bitter, but not too much of each. It's definitely a session beer. Although, as <laughs> Roger Protz himself says, it uh, can be dangerous because it's 5%. As you test <laughs> I can attest that, yes, it is dangerous because it is 5%. It is quite brilliant, so I'm going to give it a 9. See, I was, I was thinking, <clears throat> if... I would probably give this nine and a half on cask. Mm. And I was going to give it an eight and a half, but oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Is it worth a nine in the bottle? <laughs> yes, it is. Ooh. Oh, the agonizings Ooh. of the beer cask. There you go. It is worth a nine. You can almost hear that ticking away. It is worth a nine. Actually, I'm going to change my score to a nine. Really? Yeah, which oh, um, makes it my highest ever score. I think I've only given a nine to two other beers, but yeah. No, I think it's, it, it deserves it. It's, it's perfect for summer as well. Top quality beer. Yeah, it's not, we don't hand out, hand out enough nines. No, I think I've been a touch harsh in the past. I'm, I'm so, sure uh, forthwith the uh, Hotback Brewery will be saying it's the seventy first award. <laughs> <laughs> the beer cast. <laughs> Get rid of all the other for, uh, trinkets on the back. Yeah. And the gold mouth shot will be there. <laughs> so that's 27 out of 30. That is 90%. That is the Ooh. beer cast's highest ever beer in the history wow. of the beer cast. Really? And well deserved because it is fantastic. No, it's, it's, the thing is, it's right up my personal street as well in terms of what I would look for in a beer. Maybe not. If somebody likes a really hard, a kind of more flavorous and darker beer, fair mm. enough. But that's really my what gets me comparing it to the previous winner of the highest ever beer cast accolade the uh, double century it, it tastes similar to double century but it's nicer in every category because mm. double century is a session beer but that is stronger double century is hoppy but that is hoppier it's refreshing but that is more refreshing double century is malty isn't it yeah i mean it's, it's different beer more of a different bittery. style of beer but i would think if you put and <laughs> Uh, we will put them both up against each other. Uh, I'm guessing <laughs> most of these will be course. <laughs> in our Big Cast Beer of the Year show in December or whenever it will be. Um, but yeah, I, I would be very surprised if that doesn't not only be the highest beer of the year, but will go on to win the 
Cover to the Gold mouth jar of 2008. That's, uh, that's pressure on it. Yeah, well, it's tremendous. It is tremendous. Yeah, it's a really nice beer. And also, it's, it's quite widely available in the bottle, but it's quite rare on cask. Mm. Um, is it? I know, I've seen it in quite a few places now. Right. Well, uh, my reference points are York and Edinburgh. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I've seen it at least two pubs here and um, two or three down in York. Right. Yeah, yeah. If, if I ever see it anywhere, I will automatically be ordering it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should get Trebins on and see how it compares. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Because Tradewinds on draft draft is one of my favourites. So, and the bottle. Maybe we should do a Scottish summer ale special, because all these are from the south. I'm sure we can find four from north of the border. I still think we should just do a a beers we we like. Beers we like? Everybody brings their favourite beer. Anyway, that's for (laughs) off-air discussion. (laughs) Well, we had three nines and Craig's not here. Can you believe it? Right. He, he might have given an 11. He, he <laughs> would give it a, a 12. A <laughs> yeah, that was a 10 for Craig. Um, so that's Hot Back Summer Lightning. No, at this point, I uh, go over what would be the beer of the night, but clearly that is the beer of the night and every other night. But you've got to give a shout-out to St. Peter's Golden Ale, which got a very good score as well. Yep. And the uh, peachy love we gave to Golden Glory. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I, I do appreciate the whole peachy... Golden mm. Glory thing because yeah, yeah. I've never tasted a beer that <laughs> no. been so fruity without any evidence of actual fruit so that's amazing fair play to you and Wagtail well yeah it was rubbish <laughs> they do all the beers so that was that was our Golden Summer Ale special and we recommend Summer Lightning we do we do that was hands down the best uh, we'll be back in uh, two or three weeks with our next beer cast which is going to be our York beer special. We'll be doing oh. beers from York and Harrogate. And um, we've got a uh, big John on board, so that'll be good. In the meantime, you can uh, send us an email, which is uh, thebeercast at googlemail.com, or you can come to our blog, which is beercast.blogspot.com. Beers. This is the point of the podcast when the others look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the gradually setting sun. But thank you very much to uh, Shoals and Group. Pleasure, as always. Problem. And maybe we should have some kind of uh, drumstick-based jam session. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, goodbye. It's like being an episode of Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs>